0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, happy Monday morning, October 25th. Only six more days, Carano, in a sober October. And I've already, <laughs> <The> decided, <countdown. laughs> already decided next year I'm doing sober February. It doesn't rhyme, but it's uh, a little shorter, a little shorter than uh, October. I don't know why I picked the longest day. And by the way, one of the most depressed, longest months is and one of the most depressing months. I'm sorry, but it's getting dark early. It's getting cold, and 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 golf season is over, and, and beach season is over, and I, I I don't I don't like October. I don't. I, course, I don't either.
1: I, September I love. October don't like. Just,
0: it's and it's and it's biological. It's not even you know just me whining. It's you just feel that 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 uh, that melancholy comes over you as it gets dark at five o'clock and chilly, and you wake up and you're cold, and you go, it's not going to be warm again for like nine more months That's true. uh but uh i won't uh, i won't uh, wine too much today you know don't i look good don't i feel good don't i mean I'm,
1: you always look I'm, good I'm, at I, me, I do i, I mean say. i
0: give up having a few beers on the weekend and you just feel like a whole different person <clears throat> actually i don't i don't feel you don't I, feel much at all well feel, you
1: probably didn't drink that much i don't, I don't know your, your habits are but
0: uh, i don't uh I, I do in the summer i'll say that i don't you think do. i don't think i could uh, do a sober july or oh, a right. so, sober august would be tough There's just too much <sighs> too much going on too many yeah, out parties and cookouts, exactly and barbecues and yep. golf and too many opportunities to crack a cold one and it's not hard except when there's like a party or an occasion which is why october works there's no there's no holidays no
1: social occasions
0: there's no super bowls or new year's eves or st patrick's day and that
1: might kill february
0: for you then cuz you true, can't super do bowl, it at a super bowl party yeah yeah or that's a March, good point March. um so that has St. Patrick's Day, although I what? could probably do that.
1: Who cares about St. Patrick's Day? I
0: used to. I don't anymore. You're right. I could do. I could probably do March, although that's 31 days too. The whole point, Karana, was to get a shorter month.
1: I don't know what to tell you. You got the Super Bowl party in February you in that you're April, gonna have to contend that, with. That only Nine, has 30 sober days. April. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't rhyme. No, well, none of these do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of people do sober January because they overindulge in the over the holidays. They do. I got a good friend who does from New Year's to Super Bowl Sunday, which used to be like four weeks, and now it's like six weeks. It keeps oh, right. Getting, it keeps is it even longer. later now
1: because the 17th? Yes, they start yes. earlier or is it later? It's later. Okay. Everything's
0: later. It's like, I don't know, mid-February now, the, the Super Bowl. And I'm looking forward to it because it'll be fun to watch Sean Brady on the big stage yet again. We can Probably. get to that. Brady, I was reluctant to say this over the last four, five, six weeks. And even when he played the Patriots, I was reluctant to say... He's better than ever because he's been pretty good, you know, in, in 2070 through 50 touchdown passes and went uh, 17 and one. So it's hard to say that about the greatest player ever, the greatest NFL player ever. But I'm going to say it, Carano, he's better than ever. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a breakdown on ESPN and I saw, you know, much of the game. I was watching Red Zone and there were no good games yesterday. They, it was a terrible Red Zone game. Uh, I guess the Rams-Lions, but I was rooting for the Lions, the the winless Lions in L.A., and they choked it away. Jared Goff choked it away. But Brady is so good, so accurate, so comfortable, so confident in the pocket. And on top of that, this was a day, and we'll get to this, if you hate Tom Brady, and let's be honest, millions of Americans hate Tom Brady. Oh, it's because he's so dominant forever. It's just born out of jealousy. and I understand that if I were a New York Jets fan or a— Whatever, an Atlanta Falcons fan, I probably hate him too. But this was a really awful day for Patriot fans. I mean, for yeah, Patriot fans or Brady haters, because he had another brilliant day: four touchdowns, blowout went over Chicago, and what he did at the end will really, really annoy the Brady haters. I will get to that. I don't want to start with that. I don't want to start with the fact that uh, there's no more, no, no doubt anymore. All doubt is gone. All debate is gone. Anthony Fauci is not a bad, bad guy. He's evil. Anthony Fauci is evil. I will explain why. I don't think there's any refuting it now. We are being led by a truly awful human being, a truly evil man. And we got proof. We got proof. We got pictures that will disturb you. And I don't care if you're all in on Fauci and you love to be masked up and distance, and you're totally bought in. To, he he isn't the person you thought he was. You thought he was. He's a modern day Mengele in many ways, and uh, I'll explain to, it, to explain it to you. We got so much to get to today, Coran. It's going to be tough to keep it, you know, to an hour for our locals audience.
1: We got 55 left. <laughs> I,
0: only, I only got 55 <laughs> minutes left. I have to say it's gonna to be tough. Although I got a lot of free time coming up in the next two weeks because I'm boycotting the World Series. Because I, I, I care about voter ID law. I know you do. Jim Crow, it's important to me. I don't want to go back in time. I don't like these 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 obviously racist Jim Crow voter ID laws in Georgia. I don't understand why anybody, how anybody could watch an inning of this World Series, how any decent American is suddenly going to patronize This this racist hellscape of Georgia. I mean, how can you do that? It's just I mean, you're again, when when we're going to talk about some really bad people. I mean, nobody's worse than Fauci, but we'll get to uh, the the people of Georgia who want to go back to the 1870s is what they want to do. Separate water fountains, the whole deal. They don't want to let black people vote. And you're suddenly going to patronize them and watch this World Series. Not me, buddy. Not me. I think
1: there are a lot of other reasons why people won't be watching it, though, because nobody cares about the <laughs> Atlanta Braves. Yeah.
0: Or the Houston Astros. Or the Houston Astros, for that, that matter. Um, and and, and we we'll, we'll, I assume we'll talk about whether the Astros are cheating, because they obviously cheated. They beat our Red Sox. They yeah. must have cheated. And But but uh, let, let's get back to the theme of really awful people. Let's get to Alec Baldwin. You want to get to Alec Baldwin? Yeah, I should do that you you're, you're the big gun guy. I I'm am. not. I'm not a gun guy, but, you know, I've I've certainly read enough, watched enough about this it's funny a lot of the these really kind of superficial phony Hollywood types are coming out of the woodwork I was just flipping around and CNN had the quote unquote best friend of of the deceased um, Helena Hutchins yeah Helena Hutchins, who's 42 years old cinematographer had led, led a, a a really uh, a laudable life came from the Ukraine or oh, lived in a Soviet a naval base. As a kid, made it out of there. Made it out of the Ukraine. Came here, and apparently was a very accomplished cinematographer, very well regarded. She is dead. Alec Baldwin shot her dead, and lots of people are bending over backwards to forgive him, to let to let him off the hook. And I got a question: How is that possible? Uh, I understand somebody screwed up in that that chain of custody of yep. the, that pistol of that revolver you know, that whatever it was, Colt revolver from, you know, the 1800s. Um, the the armorer, if you have not heard, the armorer, the person on these Hollywood sets whose whole job is handling the guns, handling the firearms. I didn't even know that was a full-time job, but it oh, is. Oh, yeah, I mean, it
1: has to be for safety, uh, yeah. I yeah. guess it's it does. Well, yeah, for safety. How's that working out? It didn't out? work out this time. No,
0: uh, Is a woman, a girl, woman named Hannah Reed. If you have not seen, heard the latest about Hannah Reed, She looks like a typical TikTok star. She's got pink hair. She's tatted up. She's got these photos, I assume, on one of her social media platforms, on Facebook or TikTok, where she's got like a lacy bra. She's dancing. She said she used to be a model. I'm not sure for whom. But I started trying to figure out how the hell did she get the job? Obviously, she's not very good at it if somebody handed... Baldwin, a gun with a live round in it, and I assume that's what happened, although there's different theories, and she was in charge, and she was supposed to make sure that something like this didn't happen. Well, guess what? Dad is a famous, arm, uh, a, a well-known armorer, so she just- Oh, okay, it's in the family. She, she was trying to become, you know, an actress or something else, a cinematographer. She wanted to be what- um, uh, Helena Hutchins. Is it Helena?
1: I say Helena. Yeah.
0: Helena Hutchins was so. Anyway, she decided to go into the family business and become an armorer. And apparently, she wasn't very good at it. And if you look at her, you say, "I'm not sure she was as focused." Well,
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's what qualifies if you <laughs> to be good at your job. And uh, not if you're all tatted well, what, up, what, I know what, you. I know you have a thing against well, tattoos. Well, uh,
0: okay, try to pay attention. I right? am paying attention. Do you think she was focused? She said she wanted to be an actress. She wanted to be a, a model. Tick to, who and knows? She, and she decided. And she's only 24. So do you think she devoted a lot of time to, you know, learning the ropes of armor-ringing? I don't know.
1: She could have been taught by her dad but, her entire we life. We don't know anything. We don't I, know. I
0: hate that excuse when people say, we just don't know. Well, you're, yes, we're but discussing we're, but we're
1: it. Looking, Rex, but we're looking at this woman. We're saying because she looks like this and dances on TikTok, she's probably bad with guns. We don't know that. I mean, the result of this I wouldn't tells say us say bad that she's with bad guns. guns.
0: I'm just going to say not focused on her job. That's she's what, listening that, to her rap music is what's going yes, on. Yes, probably. <laughs> probably. Anyway, she screwed up. She was supposed to make sure these things were cold. These guns were cold and not seems that way, yeah. The assistant director, this guy who... Dave Halls. Who actually worked on the sequel to The Crow. The Crow was the movie Brandon Lee made. He was shot dead in the making of The Crow. They finished the film. It was terrible. But that's the last actor to be shot dead. Yeah. Or the last um, person on a Hollywood set to be shot dead accidentally. Uh, This time... Uh, Alec Baldwin shot two people. He shot the assistant director as well, injured him. But here's the question I have for anybody: wants to say, including her father, Anatoly Anatoly Hutchins, uh, Helena's father, who already uh, said forgave, essentially forgave Alec Baldwin. It's the he's not fault. responsible. Right. And you know, I understand people want to do that because they like Alec Baldwin, and he's and he's suffering right now. But why? You're 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 pretty well read on the subject. Why did Alec Baldwin point it at the assistant director?
1: I mean, we don't know if he was told to do that or not by the director. But regardless, if the gun is in his hand, he has ultimate responsibility of the safety for it. You 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 have to and, give and it at I least I part. I understand. Of the
0: blame on it. I understand. He doesn't maybe know. Well, the hand on the gun. They say it's cold. That's how it works. That means it's not live it's not deadly it's a it's got a blank or blanks but if he's doing a scene whether he's shooting someone to kill in the scene or whatever why shoot at the director well
1: regardless it
0: was practice. it was practice they weren't even shooting they
1: weren't even filming at this time it was just practice he was practicing grabbing the gun off of a pew or something it was it was maybe it was hidden in a pew he was he was practicing that move he was in that move and if he's doing that Why are you pointing it at somebody in practice?
0: Like if he shot another actor who he's supposed to shoot in the movie, I would say that that is understandable. I'd still wonder why would you try to shoot? Why would you ever shoot like center mass or somebody's chest or somebody's head? I mean, even if you weren't sure or just say, even if you were convinced it was a blank, the idea of shooting it at the director, assistant director, I keep saying assistant director or cinematographer Makes no sense. I mean, the only answer to me is he was screwing around, right? He was playing around, said, Hey, look, I, you know, I'm, boom. And he obviously didn't think it was loaded. Nobody believes he thought it was loaded. He no. thought it was live. He meant to kill anybody. No. But he was negligent. That is, in my opinion, a case for negligent homicide. Alec Baldwin should be charged criminally. I mean, he is ultimately responsible. And if that question were asked, why did you point it at the assistant director? I can't come up with a reason. Like, I, I tweeted this, and a number of people said, maybe the script called for him to point it at the, at camera. the camera. Okay, it's still not pointing at the director, assistant director. That's true. I mean, or the cinematographer. You're, st- you're pointing it at the camera and firing, which is a little bizarre. I mean, that maybe that's some weird special effect, some, like... Tarantino kind of funky way of well,
1: you've definitely seen of, of shots where you're looking down the barrel of the gun. You've definitely seen that, but even but there's so many steps here where it could have been prevented. Number one, it's practice. Why is he pointing it at somebody in practice? Number two, why is his finger on the trigger of the gun? You are as a gun owner, you are taught two things always for gun safety. Always, there's no safety on the weapon. The safety is in your head. You keep the gun pointed away from danger, wherever that is, whether it's down, up, whatever. If it's in your hands you keep it away from danger and number 2 you do not put your finger on the trigger unless you're trying to kill someone. Those are the those those are the two rules. So he had he had multiple steps here where he could have prevented this from happening.
0: And I again you don't say you know put him in prison for 20 years but you don't have, uh, look at the situation, look at this tragedy and say, "Oh, not his fault. You know, what's he supposed to do? He thought the gun had blanks." Well, again, you thought even if you thought they had had blanks, which he probably did, why are you pointing at someone and firing at them? I guess you are just one hundred percent convinced you're not going to kill them, but still, it's irresponsible. It's negligent. I had a thought, reading about this, following this all weekend, and man, is it getting uh, covered from every angle. And uh, I guess uh, one thing that kind of helps this this saturation of, of coverage or blanket coverage is the fact that a lot of these people are big Hollywood self-promoting phonies. Like I mentioned the best friend of the the victim, she came on CNN and told her, you know, we, I was like a mother to her son and she was very dramatic. I don't know if they think they're performing or they're genuinely uh, grieving. And she started weeping uncontrollably like, Oh, I can't believe she's gone. They're going to, and most people would find that uncomfortable to go on TV and do that about their best friend. But a lot of these people, again, they're, they're yeah, right just, out of Hollywood. Right. This is their instinct. Get me on TV. Let me promote my brand. It's going to happen uh, again and again. You'll see there were a lot of people on set. There were camera people and, and crew people who walked off the scene because of unsafe working conditions. or un, Not unsafe, but un, unfair working conditions. Long hours. You know, no it, sounded,
1: it sounds like weapons were also discharged at other points in
0: time, yeah. though, on the That's, set, right? That is very strange. Yes, they shot— uh, I think uh, I saw
1: it in the L.A. Times article that I just uh, posted in our chat here. It's. It seems like a really unsafe set.
0: Yes, and I, I don't know what happens now. Do they just say, we're not going to make the movie? How far into it know they? I know they've, they?
1: Clo- they've definitely closed down until the investigation's over, and sounds like comment from the pro- the production studio is they don't know if they'll restart again yet.
0: Um, do you know who uh, Kim Potter is? Do you remember the name Kim Potter? I don't. Do you remember the name Dante Wright? I don't. Dante Wright was a young criminal, 20 years old, in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, right out of right right uh, outside of Minneapolis. This was uh, last year, obviously in the middle of the the troubles in Minneapolis and and you know in all over you know, Seattle, L.A., over much of the country. Um, Dante Wright tried to uh, escape police, resist arrest, escape from the police, jumped in his car, tried to take off. Kim Potter was a 20-year veteran of the police force. She reached for her taser, which was on her left side, and she accidentally pulled out her sidearm, which was on her right side. That's right. She yelled, tase, tase, I'm going to tase him, I'm going to tase him, and she shot him. That's right. Dead. She's been fired. She's uh, charged, I believe, with third degree manslaughter facing like twenty years in prison did you hear a lot of sympathy for Kim Potter from anybody oh, no. do you think anybody if she doesn't go to prison if she is uh uh acquitted because clearly it was an accident clearly it was human error and people on the jury say sympathize with her she lost her job she's dealing with this with this trauma in her own mind it's it's tough to thought that she accidentally killed a young man even though you know, he was resisting arrest, and he was warned, and she sh- was supposed to tase him. She shot him. Anyway, would, if she is acquitted or if they drop the charges and say clearly it was an accident, you think everyone will be okay with that? Um, I think no, much of the country no. will say this is insane. She shot him dead by accident. Obviously, it was an accident. Obviously, she didn't mean to shoot and kill him. Hell, it was on camera. It was on a body cam. There was no way. That was on purpose. It is 100% an accident. But the fact it remains, t- she
1: killed a person.
0: She killed a person. She, again, lost her job. She's going to get sued. Her life is destroyed. Um, if she doesn't go to prison, there's going to be a lot of this people in this country who say, no justice, and they'll call it racist, and they'll call it everything else. What's the difference?
1: There is no difference. What's the difference? Not I mean- at all. And you know what I really hate is the way that the media is framing... Bo- I remember this. Both sides are, are different. They are framing this as the gun discharged. I know. I Do
0: you know. read that? Yeah,
1: yes. I, it's the unbelievable gu- to me. This, no, so, the gun just does not discharge. Well,
0: well, they show pictures, photos of the revolver and say, this is the gun that killed Helena I Hutchins. I mean. And you go, wait a second, the gun? No. The gun didn't kill her. Alec Baldwin oh, I hate killed that stuff her. so much. I hate it, it. It is. And it's just so obvious. It's so transparent. Look, it was that damn gun. Those damn guns are killing people again. Did anyone blame the gun when Kim Potter shot Dante Wright? No. No, they blamed the cop. and Rightfully
1: I'm, so, and they should I'm, also— I'm fine. Right, I'm
0: fine with that. She screwed up. Right. But I saw this one day. This was months ago. This was, you know, right after it happened. And there was a TV debate panel thing, and Alan, Alan Dershowitz said, Kim Potter should not be charged. She committed no crime. And I went, I hate that guy. What? And then I thought about it. He knows the law. I mean, I'm not a big fan either, but he knows the law. Oh, yeah, he does. So if the law says that was an accident, clearly she didn't mean it, which she didn't. There's no debating that. If she walks out of court without being char- uh, 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 charged or convicted of anything, are we looking at riots because it might be, that might be uh, sticking to the law. This might be according to the law. She might not have committed a crime. It was an accident. So. If,
1: if there were if this were last year it might be might right. be uh protests all over the place and buildings burned. I don't, it, we might be far enough removed where that doesn't happen, but that would definitely in yes, that's well, I an mean, action was, would make would Dante Wright was a criminal happening.
0: who was escaping, uh, resisting, running for it. Um Helena Hutchins was an innocent person doing her job. I'm not saying either, you know, Kim Potter or Alec Baldwin should do 20 years to life. No. But negligent homicide is a thing, and it sounds like Alec Baldwin was negligent. Um, The gun, the armorer, this young TikTok star, she might be responsible as well. As as the assistant director, no, it's the director who got shot, the assistant director who handed him the gun and said it's cold. It's cold. So maybe he's responsible too. I'm not saying it's all Baldwin's fault, but it clearly is. He is at fault to so th- some
1: degree. So there's a blame pie. What yes. percentage do you give? Is there anybody else besides those three people? It's Hall, it's the the armorer, and it's Baldwin. Uh, I have Baldwin. a question.
0: Who allowed a live round on the set at all? That's got to be the
1: armorer's responsibility, I would guess. So, so this
0: dummy... Who uh you're defending cause she has tattoos. I didn't and defend, you have, and I said it's ridiculous tattoo. to judge a book and by its cover. It's, uh, that's how that's human nature, pal. That's oh. the way it works. When you see this weirdo 24-year-old tic tac, chick, <laughs> tick chick with uh, with the tats and the pink hair, you say, Is that the person I want handling the firearms? I think we got an answer. No, well, it's not. It's clearly not. not. Maybe her father is too big for the job. He does all the big scenes. I, I saw his uh his resume, all kinds of big, famous uh, shoot 'em up movies. Uh, uh, he's handled the guns on, but uh, she—this is only her second job, so she is very inexperienced, very green, and I'm not sure uh, this is going to help. Whoever, how do you even get a live round on the set of a movie? I don't know, but it, it
1: sounds like they were... There. I, I think they were actually target practicing with it. And I don't know why or why who would brought you that need in ta- there. You, why do you
0: need to be a good shot? Because they're in the middle of the Southwest. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, no, yeah, I think I, the
1: crew was doing it. It wasn't Baldwin going out, oh, I want to make sure I know how to fire this thing. No, it was just the crew uh, having fun. Maybe antique weapon. I was, was thinking, an right,
0: they have these long... Have you ever been on a movie set or seen them making a movie? One I've of been, us here I've has. Been, I've been in a few. Yeah, of course um, There's lots of downtime. I mean, lots of time where you just hang around. You spend 12 hours shooting for a 90-second section clip of the movie literally a day 12 hours over and over and over again yeah. it is very tedious and very boring that would be a workable theory in my mind that someone on that set a crew the camera guys whatever the key grips were shooting like beer cans right You know, just saying oh this is cool we got these ancient these uh, uh antique guns and we're going to shoot them up and see how we do and somehow a live round ended up in the toy gun the prop gun which isn't a prop gun it's a real gun clearly it is. yes
1: yeah. But what's supposed and, to be prop is the, is the around,
0: but I, I'm, you know, I hate to make everything about politics, but you watch Carano. They will circle the wagons around one of their own Alec Baldwin, the media, you know, CNN, all the major outlets will defend him. They love him. He's their guy. He's an outspoken, insane, irrational liberal who hates conservatives who literally tweeted one day, I wonder what it's like to uh, unfairly, accidentally kill someone. Well, now you know, buddy. We we well often say that about Trump that there's always a tweet for every occasion. Well, (laughs) Alec Baldwin's similar. Let's be honest, Trump and Baldwin—they got a lot in common. They actually
1: really do. They do. That's a good point. They're both nuts. What uh, what's the blame pie though?
0: That's a good. Why don't you do the blame pie? I'd say uh, the armorer deserves. If I had to guess, the level of negligence hers would be. The most that 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 she somehow her job is to keep everyone safe and make sure these guns aren't loaded, make sure there are no live rounds. She didn't do that. She, she didn't. didn't do that.
1: So you, you you oh you want me to go first? And the, and the
0: assistant director Hall who handed the gun and said it's cold. Yep. he's he's liable also. but yep. I would ask. Why would he think there's a live round in that gun?
1: Exactly, the the armor probably told him and,
0: that. And and Alec Baldwin had no way of knowing there's a live round, but he isn't supposed to be pointing it and pulling the tra- pointing it at the director and pulling the trigger. And
1: you got to check too. If you if you got the weapon in your hand, you got to check. So my my it changed a little bit for me after this morning. I read the L.A. Times article that I I put here in the chat. So yesterday I gave Alec Baldwin eighty percent, but I don't give him that anymore. I give him sixty percent. I give the armor thirty percent. Uh, and i give 10% to
0: I would i would say i hate to go easy on Alec Baldwin i'll say the armorer see I, again she's added up pink hair i know i know yeah guilty guilty i'll give her uh, 50% wow and uh, Alec Baldwin 40% and the dummy direct assistant director uh, who everybody hates apparently he's a terrible guy they uh-huh. hate him yeah yes. yeah Not a, uh, the um the 911 call I heard it this morning. The 911 call, the woman blames him, says, he yelled at me this morning. He's a terrible guy. She, <laughs> she's talking about the assistant director with oh. hand of the gun. Apparently, he's a little uh, full of himself. He likes to boss people around. So, that guy, I'll give, uh, you know what? I'll give him more. I'll give, uh, how much do I have to add it up to 100?
1: Yeah, you've got 50 so far right. on, uh,
0: uh, on Reed. No, I'll give the, the TikTok star 40. Okay. Alec Baldwin, th- 35 and assistant director 25. How's wow.
1: It? Yeah, you are going a lot lighter. So I think that's the difference between gun owners and See, not I gun owners. I she's
0: probably liberal too with the tattoo. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just, we're taught, it's really drilled into you if you're, if you're a gun owner that those rules, you're ultimately responsible for that. But, weapon, but think
0: so. of it, her whole job was to make sure this didn't happen.
1: That's why she's not off the hook. She does get 30% of that blame for me. But
0: she hasn't got a lot of pub. I've seen obviously, people are tweeting and mocking her and say, this is the person who was in charge of those guns. And you go, no. Is, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry if it makes me some kind of Neanderthal. I look at that and say, she was not experienced enough. She, didn't, she wasn't focused enough. She uh, screwed up. Screwed up badly. And, it was, uh, and, and, and somebody ends up
1: dead. So if he were normal, Baldwin would go to prison, probably but most likely he will at least pay restitution and the production company will pay restitution. At least it's something.
0: Um, By the way, I'm sorry. I need to jack up his percentage more oh, good. because he was a producer on the movie too. That's
1: right too. He hired these people so he hi- or yeah. was responsible for right. hiring.
0: And I wonder if getting the young TikTok chick was getting off cheap. You think she was cheaper yeah. than yeah, dad they have or as much. cheaper than some experienced guy? Said, oh, you know, what's going to happen? All you got to do is make sure there are blanks in the gun. How easy? Anyone could do that. An idiot could do that. So they bring her on. They pay her less. They probably push her around. She's probably you know whatever, you know, not 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 focused, and and makes and, and ends in a live round ends up in the gun. We don't know yet. We will know. By the way, we will know for two reasons. I mentioned earlier. A lot of the people are talking already. Yeah, they are. This is not exactly a, a crowd that's uh, shy, uh, camera shy. They're talking, and it's a huge story because of Baldwin. A huge story. So there is lots of coverage. All the networks, all the newspapers. I mean, some are looking to exonerate him because they, they love him. Oh
1: yeah, when they say uh, things like the gun discharged, of the, course they're trying to the frame gun, the, the
0: gun. The gun killed poor Come Helena. On. The gun. The fork I mean, made me eat. Right. So so drunk driver kills somebody. It runs over a kid on his bike, and you say, "Oh, that damn uh, that that damn uh, Chevy Malibu killed the kid." It's those that <laughs> That's Malibus, right. you know, you, they just get, they're, they're, they're no good. Those Malibus, you blame the driver. The per- yes, person you blame the person who put his finger on the trigger, which you're not supposed to do. No, you're not. And pulled the trigger while aiming. If he did it and he aimed it, you know. In a safe place. Something on the wall, like there's a clock on the wall. He's like, boom, hit the clock. It would be a big deal for them in their world. Like, how did we get a live round in this gun? Yes she, the girl, would be fired and balled. they'd stop shooting and they'd find out, you know, how, and they'd say how lucky they are. He he pointed at someone, I assume, as a goof. Like, ooh, hey, look at me, boom, and kill someone. You don't just walk away from that, even if you're rich and famous and super liberal and you hate Trump. Those are all big points in his favor. But that doesn't mean you walk away
1: Yeah, from this. he probably does walk, though. It's just two-tier justice system here in the it U.S. Sure is. of it, A. It sure is,
0: and we'll get to more of that, too. We'll get to... Another guy who's getting away with murder. And it's not murder of, actually, it is murder of people in, in, in a roundabout way, but it's murder of dogs. Murder of, we often, you know how we often like joke about uh, bad people and say, you know, he's probably tortures puppies in his free time. Or,
1: yeah, you know, that's he, usually you say it about the evilest people on the planet, the, right? The
0: most evil people torture. We now know the truth about Dr. Anthony Fauci. And I find it maddening that he's become such a political lightning rod. That it doesn't matter what he does. There are people who support him. Obviously, CNN, MSNBC, these these, these immoral media. They don't care because Fauci helped Biden win. Fauci fights now with with Republicans like Rand Paul and you know Matt Gates and all those, those those evil Republicans. So he's the good guy, and they still they still treat him like he's a tireless, selfless public servant when we know so much about him now that there is no other conclusion anthony fauci is a rotten horrible evil i mean evil i i i'm not that's not hyperbole evil man i'll explain it to you and i will beg people who are uh, still in his corner to wake up and pay attention the guy who's driving public policy for a year and a half now is a truly wretched human being and I don't know, as I tweeted, I don't know if he's going to jail. Is, he should. But I'm pretty sure he's going to hell. I'm pretty sure that there is a, a warm place in hell for eternity for this monster. I'll explain it to you after I tell you. But DCU, why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It is simple. No monthly maintenance fees. No minimum balance. No strings attached. What's better is it with, with direct deposit to their free checking accounts, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, this is getting frustrating for me. I got to admit, uh, I got to admit, when I read about what... Fauci has done. I I said this months ago when Rand Paul said that they were financing, they were funding the experiments in Wuhan, which led to the virus. And Tucker Carlson flippantly said that he said, talking about Fauci, he said, he's the guy who created the virus. And people went nuts. You can't say that. I mean, he, in a way he didn't create the virus. He just paid for it. He paid for it. We paid for it. He sent money to the lab to do the gain of function research, which led to the coronavirus, which escaped that lab. You know, Chinese covered it up, let it go around the world, destroy economies, cost us in this country trillions, kill uh, over 700,000 Americans. The guy we listen to on a daily basis, did this camera hog, this egomaniac, he did it. He did it. He sent money, he paid that lab to work on this gain of function which created uh covid-19 it escaped it killed people that enough that should be enough he should be should have been fired he should, we should all agree that that he that he's a, a liar he lied about it under oath by the way it's amazing how some people can lie under oath and there's not even a talk about charging him other people you know Roger Stone or Carter Page or these people they can ruin their lives if they're on one side of the fight if you're on that side if you're on Biden's side and you know, Pelosi and Schumer's side, you're okay, you're cool. And you won't hear a single Democrat today come out and condemn Fauci. I'm going to tell you the latest revelations about Fauci. And you tell me what kind of person would do this, would countenance this, would 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 condone this, would allow this. Not only does, did his outfit, the NIH, finance, you know, the coronavirus, which is bad enough, but now we're finding out that they're financed, they're funded, they're... they're subsidized a number of truly ghoulish experiments. And I, you know, some of them, maybe they've made progress looking for cures of things, but we don't know that there's no definitive proof that because he tortured puppies, we now have a cure for whatever athlete's foot. We don't, we don't know that. Even if there was some good to come out of it, tell me what kind of person you have to be to do these kind of things. Here's, a quick, uh, in a nutshell, I'll describe uh, some of the things he did. Um, let me see if I can get... I want to get to... Uh, <laughs> last year, the Institute and NIH paid the University of Georgia four hundred twenty-four thousand, four hundred fifty-five thousand
1: dollars You with me so far, yep. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm there. $424,000 to infect beagles with a parasite before killing them and cutting them open. The purpose of... The experiment was to test a drug that, by the investigators' own admission, had already been extensively tested and confirmed to numerous other animal species. In 2019, uh, the NIAID—that's part of the NIH—paid uh, 1.68 million to inject and force-feed toxic drugs to 44 beagle puppies before killing them and cutting them open. NIAID paid for the dogs to undergo cordectomy, also known as debarking, which the dog's vocal cords are severed. Yeah. So lab technicians didn't have to hear them cry and howl in distress. The purpose of the experiment was to generate data on the drug, quote, to support application to the Food and Drug Administration, even though the FDA expressly, quote, does not mandate that human drugs be studied in dogs. she doesn't care. Physiology so- is so much different. It's amazing. There's a whole list of things they did. Big, uh, The NIH, uh, other NIH-funded uh, experiments. beagles were infected with pneumonia yeah. in order to induce septic shock and, quote, experimental massive acute hemorrhaging, and then given, given blood transfusions after 96 hours, animals still alive were considered survivors and euthanized. Beagles were infected with anthrax in order to test a vaccine that was already FDA-approved mongrel dogs were subjected to induced heart attacks and then killed and dissected. (sighs) Um, There's a whole bunch of things they did to um, pigs, rabbits, guinea pigs, monkeys, which is bad, but beagles is worse. I used to have a beagle just because we've domesticated the animal. And now I have, now I have half a beagle. Yes. Um, And uh, I can't imagine what uh, uh, doing this (laughs) to a beagle. Um, they go through a number of other things they pay for. They spend forty billion a year on medical experiments. That's our money by the way that's our tax money um forty seven percent of the grants they give involve animal testing. see this is what I'm hoping. People in this country they they're they don't like when people are mistreated they don't like when fauci with his edicts uh drives children, teenagers to mental illness, to drugs. When he shuts down schools, shuts down businesses, bankrupts families. I mean, he's committed so much carnage in this country. It's almost unspeakable at this point. And he still goes on, you know, Sunday mornings with Jake Tapper, like nothing happened, but, but they don't like when people mistreat people. That's bad, but it's worse when they mistreat beagles. It's true. It's, I mean, beagles are just cute, innocent uh, animals and Fauci doesn't seem to have any hesitation. I mean, this story I'm reading. It's uh, it's it's pretty extensive. It's a, a Substack on Substack by someone named Leighton Woodhouse, and it's very comprehensive. Um, this is the one that kills one.
1: me. Monkeys had parts of their brains destroyed. Oh yeah, oh, with oh, acid. So, look,
0: go slowly because you're right. This is a really it's gruesome, disturbing, gruesome. So,
1: monkeys had parts of their brains destroyed with acid in order to increase their capacity for terror, and then were tormented with simulated spiders snakes and other things that they instinctively fear
0: that that is amazing we're ten-
1: <laughs> I mean monkeys are they're pretty sentient beings like they're not they're like close enough to humans close enough where you can have bonds and relationships with monkeys i mean with dogs as well but they're they're smart. we all know monkeys are smarter to induce them into terror that's 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 pretty sick
0: but the one that got, um, kind of broke over the weekend that has uh, got people uh, disturbed, there's photos. If you haven't seen it, yeah, I tweeted, I think I tweeted a couple of times. There was a, uh, a trend on Twitter, a trending uh, thing called the uh, arrest Fauci, hashtag arrest Fauci. It was the number one trending thing until Twitter took it down because Twitter big tech is all invested in protecting this tyrant, this monster. There's photos. They have, they they funded an experiment in Tunisia. Why are we sending a nickel to Tunisia for anything? I mean, does that seem bizarre that we're spending money to finance something in Tunisia? Anyway, we sent them money and they did an experiment. They took live beagles and they drugged them. They sedated them. They put their heads inside this cage. And in the cage, they released hungry sandflies. Sand fleas, flies, I don't even know. What's the difference? And let them feed on a live dog's head, like eyes. It's torture. Face. And, you know, when they were done devouring the dog's face, while he was still alive, you know, after, they killed him. They killed him because, you know, they're so humane. Trying to find the amount of money we sent to Tunisia for that. Oh, here it is. Uh, um, The Tunisian, it's talking all about the Tunisian experiment. By the way, Frank Collins, the director of NIH. Also, uh, approve this. I can't find the amount of money we spent to Tunisia for this, but it was, um, more than 1,100 dogs were involved in their uh, experiments. 1,100. Here it is. Uh, they... Funded an experiment in Tunisia.
1: Oh, I've got 375000 Okay, to good. Tunisia lab. The lab yep.
0: technicians placed sedated beagles' heads in mesh cages. You can see the picture. And starved the sand flies. Sand flies, not fleas. I don't know the difference. Fleas, fleas would be bad. Flies, yeah. That's not... Anyway, to feast on the dogs alive, they then repeated the text. Repeated the test outdoors with the beagles placed in cages in the desert overnight. For nine consecutive nights in an area of Tunisia where sandflies were abundant, uh, and ZV one—that's ZVL—that's the disease caused by parasite that the sandflies sandflies carry. So they wanted to get them disease with this, and they left them in the desert and to die or get infected. We paid what three seventy five. Three seventy five. Yeah. Fauci knew this, approved this, found this uh, helpful. That's the kind of person people are. T- are trusting to decide whether children are being hurt by you know, wearing masks all day or children were hurt by being kept at home, locked away all day. This man is a cold, heartless ghoul. Why would you ever think he has an ounce of compassion for your child? That's what blows me away. We have trusted this 80-year-old monster with what's best for you know 12-year-old children. He's now going to uh, strongly advise... Biden, the Biden regime, to implement a mandate for five-year-olds to get the uh, vaccine. By the way, you don't think Fauci loves coronavirus? It's the best thing that's ever happened. Oh, it's, he's,
1: his it's fame it's is off the highlight charts. highlight of his
0: life. He wanted to
1: cure HIV. He's got a Disney special on him. <laughs> that's
0: right. He <laughs> wanted to um, have a vaccine for HIV. He failed miserably. And 20 years later, he had another chance at uh, infamy. And that's what he's doing this for. He wants, as if you've seen any of the, the hagiography on, on Disney or anywhere else, he is, he wants to be immortal. He wants to cure this virus and save the world, but he doesn't really care about people. You know, it people are, are just, you know, they're no different than beagles. They're just there to help him with his experiments. Uh, you know, Frankenstein Fauci doesn't care whether your kid is depressed or turns to drugs or is lonely or is hurting himself, or just is getting behind in the world, you know, in in school, and in and where he doesn't care about people, and yet care. we sit there and say, you know, you know, Jake Tapper or Chuck Todd will say, oh, Dr. Fauci, you're, you know, tell us what should we do with six-year-olds? Oh, you should definitely get them vaccinated. Well, what if they have a no danger of getting the virus? What if they're perfectly healthy and fit, and and it's just not a factor? Oh, do it anyway. We you- need.
1: He wants the uh, the Fauci response to be uh, to be studied in textbooks, medical textbooks, for hundreds of years to. And and by the way,
0: he's getting what he wants. He's on the cover of Vanity Fair in his sunglasses. Disney does this this hagiography, you know. This this and there are more to come, more documentaries saying how amazing he is, because he's lucky. He he helped defeat Trump. And his enemies are all on the right, which means the people on the left, like, you know, CNN anchors. There's Brianna Keller. Who, uh, no one even knows who she is. She's a morning anchor at CNN. She did a whole uh, Twitter rant about how, you know, fu- uh, uh, Rand Paul is wrong. What? Rand Paul is 100% right. You look up the definition of exoneration. That's what you get. Rand Paul accused him of paying the Wuhan lab to create the virus. He 100% did that. And... He lied under oath repeatedly. Anthony Fauci belongs in an orange jumpsuit, handcuffs, and leg irons. He belongs in prison. That's not hyperbole. He's done more damage. His prisons are full of people who have done much, much less damage to our our, our country, to the human race, than that monster who believes in not killing beagles, torturing beagles. That's what he believes in. And I, I, I challenge you to find... Any good that came out of any of these animal experiments—I mean, literally—I was looking for it. So they discovered this whatever this vaccine or this treatment by torturing beagles and having bugs eat their eyeballs. But I'm with out.
1: you. I'm with you 100 on Fauci, but I do have one question for you. The NIH refuted that the Wuhan lab that got the money actually could have created the COVID that we know and love. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you say about that?
0: I say they're lying.
1: You say I mean, the yeah, NIH li- is lying. I
0: mean, yeah, they have no credibility. This is Fauci. Collins, Walensky, I mean, these people are liars. They're liars. And again, it all goes back to their their agenda. Their agenda does not include people, humans. They don't care about humans. They care about viruses, you know, and what makes them mutate and all that. If you said to him, you know, if they—if he was on a plane and the person next to him said, yeah, my eight-year-old is really struggling in school, she's lonely and she's depressed and she's really withdrawn and I'm worried about, he would say, who cares? I mean, don't bother me. I'm, I'm busy curing uh, a virus and, and, and you know, I've got a photo shoot, you know, with Atlantic Magazine. Don't bother me. He does not care about your children. He does not care. By the way, he doesn't care about the economy of this country either. He advocated for shutdowns and the, 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 the damage it did to the economy was irrelevant to him. I mean, it was. I didn't care.
1: Oh, it doesn't affect him. So we've got a uh, right, NH mom and realtor he here. He makes the- a
0: fortune. He, by, by the way, he's the highest paid member of the, the whole federal government. Yeah. And he's been there for 50 years. How much money do you think he has socked oh, away? Millions and millions. Tens Mid- of millions, probably.
1: Right, right. So uh, NH mom and realtor here, and I just verified this, said Jeffrey Dahmer also injected acid into the brains of his victims. There was a child found with a hole in his head where he had been injected acid. He was walking around like naked and, and uh, yeah, all disoriented.
0: Wh- wh- why doesn't uh, Brianna Keller and... You know, Jake Tapper defend Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, so if he was <laughs> a, if that's that's around you need I to probably. I mean, if, if you said that they did animal experience on whatever, rats, and it just, the guy hated doing it, but really felt like he had to. I mean, this guy doesn't blink an eye. I mean, you look at that picture. I don't know. Did you tweet it out? I pictured it Yeah, I you did. You tweeted it out. The photo yeah. of the beagles literally with the cage around their head and the bugs in the cage. And you said a person could do that and say, yeah, it's worth a shot. We're only going to kill a couple of thousand beagles. It's just insane, and I'm done. I'm done with uh, Fauci, and I wish everyone else would be done too. Uh, we got uh, we got to move on here, uh, Carano. I want to get to the World Series, which begins tomorrow night in in Houston. Correct, yeah, in Houston. But then games three, four, and five, which will be so it'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. It'll be all weekend: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all night games. I mean, it's easy to boycott something that's on, you know, against football. Sure. <laughs> or, or on Saturday night when you got other things to do. But uh, it's one thing that we do, we like to do here is point out the hypocrisy of the powers that be. I mean, it just, and, and we do it on a daily basis with the Biden regime. Uh, we, we could do it. Uh, I could do a whole show on Obama, the biggest phony of them all, doing a whole rant. He's campaigning for Terry McAuliffe, and his whole rant is about how Republicans just came up with these phony culture wars. I'm not sure exactly where he was standing, but he was in Virginia. In Virginia, in May, a 14-year-old girl was violently raped by a boy in a skirt. The school board and the superintendent covered it up and lied about it because they didn't want it to derail their agenda, and which was the was trans rights and trans bathroom rights and trans kids playing on sports. So they lied. They lied to the father. They lied to the public. They said no. The superintendent, Scott Ziegler, literally said that boy doesn't exist. It didn't happen. How's that, how does he still have a job? What does it take for a liberal to lose his job? It's hard. It's I mean, amazing.
1: It's the, uh, the public um, public education is really hard for teachers yeah. and administrators to lose their job. It really is. You
0: know who still has a job? Scott Ziegler has a job. Anthony Fauci has a job. Mark Milley has a job. Lloyd Austin has a job. Uh... uh Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, what does it take for someone to lose their job? These these people are terrible public servants. This guy didn't just lie about any old thing. He lied about a 14-year-old child being raped in a school bathroom, in a girl's room. He lied to everybody, the father and everybody. Then he finally admitted it. The reason he lied is because he didn't want to affect, to derail, to slow down their agenda, which was this radical trans agenda. They wanted to make sure boys could go in the girl's room. Boys, uh, transgender girls, biological boys, could ruin girls' sports. That's important to them. So they sent the kid to another school, and this month, October, he raped again, allegedly. That's, according to Barack Obama, a phony culture war. That's just phony outrage. Really? So you don't get outraged outraged about that, Barack Obama? Are you that cold and callous and narcissistic that the rape of a 14-year-old child isn't real outrage. That's, that's not real. That's phony, but we can uh, get to that another day. That campaign's uh, pretty wild. I'm certainly hoping for Youngkin, but I don't have faith in people anymore. It's close. It's, you know, statistically even, which means the Democrats will never allow Youngkin to win. I don't have a lot of confidence. I'm rooting for Youngkin. Don't have a lot of confidence, but it's amazing that people look at that and say, Oh, it's phony. That's just those crazy right wingers. We can't all agree that it's an outrage that a 14-year-old kid was raped and the and the superintendent, the school board, lied. We can't agree on that.
1: <sighs> but Want to do, uh, Shay, before we get into the last uh, 10 sure, minutes of I'll, the show?
0: Uh, is that all I got left is 10 minutes? <laughs> yes. Good. We're going <laughs> to save some of this for tomorrow. All right. Uh, but uh, let me tell you about our friends at Shay Concrete. You know Shay. I do. Shay's, Shay has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. If you're building a new home, or remodeling and replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, or you can customize using stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Your neighbors, will all be jealous. They'll make your front steps the talk of the town. Shade removes the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps in a matter of hours. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance to your home that will add value to your house. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment, people. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience, and in a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Why not do it? Why not? It's an investment. It makes your house more valuable. It's not an expense. You can learn more at SheaConcrete.com, and you can also check out the job. They got jobs. They're always hiring Business is great, and it's a great company to work for, so check them out. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Don't That's smoke it. of the pass weed. Pass a drug test, work hard, and you'll love this company. SheaConcrete.com. Really, only have 10 minutes. Where's yep. the clock? Show me the clock.
1: Yeah, it's just under here. It's too small. Uh, Why do you not trust me? Why would I steer you wrong? Because
0: you're trying to, you're uh, exaggerating. I really have like 12 minutes. I really have like 12 minutes, right?
1: Nine minutes and 30 seconds now.
0: Man, I got, you know what? You want to do MLB? Yes, I want to do MLB. I got so much to get to that we're going to have a lot to do tomorrow. We got got an email from a nurse in New Hampshire who is losing her job. This is uh, going to be a huge story. There's so many people losing their jobs uh, because they don't want or need the vaccine, the government's forcing them. And they're going to lose their jobs after they've been on the front lines for a year and a half. Many of them have COVID because they got it at work. And now those same people, because they had COVID, they have the antibodies. They have no need for the vaccine. Doesn't matter. Uh, Joe Biden's doing the bidding of Pfizer and, and uh, you know, Moderna. So he's going to force everyone, including children. It's going to be the biggest story of our time. This culture, uh, to, you know, this culture war. Over vaccines, but we'll get to that tomorrow. We we'll get okay. this incredible email from a nurse who's losing her job, but I do have to mention this because this is rank hypocrisy at its worst. If you don't remember, in July the All Star Game was moved from Atlanta to Denver because MLB is run by a bunch of cowards. The 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 the, the Commissioner Rob Manfred is an invertebrate, a spineless worm of a man who was pressured by Democrats, not by, you know, by the whole the general public, by Democrats who were lying about Georgia. Joe Biden looked in the cameras and realized it's not really a revelation, but told a flat-out lie over and over again. Said it's worse than Jim Crow. Jim Crow, by the way, which meant separate water fountains and separate schools and separate bathrooms for black and white. Obviously, the black uh, stuff was inferior to the white. That, that was Jim Crow. Joe Biden, the president said asking for an ID when you vote was worse than Jim Crow. Georgia's voting laws, which they've adopted, they're not even as strict as Delaware, where Joe's from. Or half the country has stricter voting laws. Colorado. They have more, Georgia has more early voting days than many states. They have more access to voting. It doesn't matter. It was all hyperbole. It was all lies. And it was enough to pressure Major League Baseball that coward Manfred and others in New York to bow and, and move the all-star game, costing the, the, the black businesses in Atlanta $100 million. It was like 8,000 hotel rooms. They canceled. Restaurants, everything else. Screwed them all over to, go, to play politics. Well, guess what happens this weekend? They go back to Georgia. They're playing their marquee event, the World Series in Georgia. And unfortunately, the media will not make a big deal of it because they're all on the same team. The media supported taking the All-Star game out of Georgia. The media said this was worse than Jim Crow because that's what they do. They echo, they, they support the state, the powers that be. They're there to prop up the powers that be, and they did it. In this case, they'll just ignore it. Well, i ask you, why, is it, why are you giving all this business to this racist hellscape? That's that's Georgia, right? It's, it's, yeah, they should probably,
1: if they're going to go I mean, by their own morals, what, they should move the... the what, what
0: kind of integrity, what kind Series. of scruples do you have? And, if you're going to give millions and millions of dollars... It's not just one game. It's maybe it's three, three games. It's probably three. Right. And it's the World Series. It's a much bigger deal than the All-Star game. But it's okay now. They've The law, by the way, that's in, in place now. I, I, they're, they're checking IDs. Rob Manfred, you coward. They're checking IDs. Speaking of cowards, every time Enos... Cantor speaks, tweets, he makes LeBron James look more cowardly and Popovich and Kerr. He does. I love Enos Cantor. I absolutely love him. He had a tweet yesterday about, not not about uh, Tibet, directly at the communist Chinese. And it's beautiful. You got to see it. Follow Enos Cantor. Cheer for Enos Cantor. He's an American. He's not an American yet but he's an American hero. I messaged
1: with his, uh, his manager, by the way, they're not doing any interviews. He's like, we're just going to do these posts for now to speak for, for right, how much time but do I have? Five minutes, five minutes. Right.
0: Um, so, so, uh, don't watch. Uh, I was going to say, don't watch the world. So you can watch, but just understand what kind of hypocrites, uh, are making decisions from major league baseball. This, they're, they're the, they're in a nutshell, the whole problem. I understand corporations are going to be cowardly. They're, Interested in making money and not making waves, but in this case, they knew Biden was lying. They knew the Democrats, Stacey Abrams, were lying. They knew this wasn't Jim Crow. They knew this wasn't unusual. They knew they were just making the voter uh, laws, the the election laws, post-COVID. I mean, they had these uh, measures in place during COVID, like mail-in balling. They wanted to make it easier because of COVID. Democrats used that. They 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 won the White House. Now they want to go back to normal voting laws, like checking IDs. It's not—it's not racist. It's not Jim Crow. Of Same course. law for everybody. It's right. It's—it's it's an absolute lie, and it was made worse, exacerbated by MLB's cowardice. Anyway, that group is back in Georgia. You know, uh, uh, go Braves, go Braves. That's all I can say. And uh, the the people of uh, Georgia, the good people of Georgia, they deserve this. I hope they win it all and stick their two middle fingers up at, at Rob Manford and Joe Biden. But uh, a couple of quick things. You know, to be fair, I have to give Saturday night credit when they are good because God knows I, I give them uh, a load of crap when they're bad, which is usually. And they had certainly had plenty of skits, Saturday night sketches that were awful. The thing they do now, which is so bad, is they do it, they have an idea, they have a sketch, and they do it without without an ending. They they do it and they think this is a good idea, but they don't have an ending. That's And watch it sometimes. They just don't know how to end these sketches But in this case, they did a Biden sketch to open it up because Jason Sudeikis was on Yeah, and he used to play Biden 20 years ago and he was good. The new guy sucks, absolutely sucks. He's awful. He doesn't look like him. He doesn't sound like him. Sudeikis stole the show and they mocked Joe Biden. If you missed it, they mentioned uh, his low approval ratings. They mentioned his terrible ratings on the CNN town hall. They actually questioned, they used the word lucid. Lucid. They did.
1: Did the sniffing too.
0: And they did the hair sniffing. Yep, they did that. Which is unbelievable. I can't. I never thought SNL would mention the hair sniffing. They finally actually took the opportunity to mock Joe Biden. I guess because their ratings are so bad, historically bad, they said, we have to stop. We something. have to do our jobs. By the way, did they mention Hunter Biden? I don't think so. They still don't touch. I didn't
1: watch it. I just saw the clip of Sudeikis.
0: They still don't touch Hunter Biden. It's amazing. But Joe, Jason Sudeikis is an underrated SNL player. He... Is good. He's really good, really funny. He could do a lot of things. I know he's a big success on Ted Lasso. And sucks, by
1: the way, that move. That show um, sucks. Um,
0: but but he's a good character. I mean, he never gets mentioned among the greats, among the Chris Farleys. No, and, he's talented. But he's very talented. He saved that show. And Brandy Carlisle was the musical guest, and I love Brandy Carlisle.
1: Uh, wanna? Do you want to hit? Great, uh, maybe great, great pipes. Knew me before we uh, head on Oh down.
0: shoot! Why don't you remind me? How much time do I, I have? I am two minutes. All right. We mentioned Tom Brady, four touchdown passes. It's better than ever. Uh, we got to mention Bob Newmeyer, former uh, Boston TV guy, radio guy, worked with the WEI, a good friend of mine, just a terrific guy, a, a guy who didn't you know, run with the pack a lot of times on sports radio. Everyone says the same thing and kind of goes with the crowd. He took pride in thinking for himself, actually having an independent sh- original thought now and then. I hung out with him at the Kentucky Derby a couple of times, which was a blast because he... As I said in my tweet, it was like hanging with Henry Hill at the Copa. He went to the uh, derby with with new me, he invited me, well, let's go to this party, and I went with him, and he was just the man of the hour. Everyone was coming up to him. Everyone respected his his acumen when it came to the horses, but I played golf with him a few times. I'll tell it quick. How much time do I have?
1: One minute. One minute.
0: We played golf one time. One time I played in a tournament with him, and he had a notebook. He broke out a spiral notebook to keep track of all his bets. He bet everybody in the field. <laughs> he literally had 50 bets. And I'm sitting there going, Nooms, just tell me what I owe at the end. And I think we won and won a couple bucks, but he bet everybody. That's how he did it. One time we're playing, we played 17 holes and we're tied. And he looks at me, he goes, we're tied? I go, yeah, he goes, I can't, I've done nothing. How are we tied? I go, I don't know. He goes, he goes you sit back, I'm going to win this hole. And he puts the pressure on, and he, it was a par five. I'll never forget it. Three perfect shots, got on the green, two putted, won the hole. He was terrible all day. But he put the pressure on himself and he came through. He loved pressure. He loved competing. He loved betting. He was a great guy. He will be missed. There's no one like him, which is a compliment. He was an original. He was not. He was one of the least phony people I've ever met. And from coming from me, that's a hell of a compliment. So R.I.P. Nooms. Uh, you were uh, one of a kind, and you will be missed. All right, that will do it on this Monday. God, we got so much. Come back tomorrow because we're gonna we're gonna read you that email from the nurse, and we're gonna cover a lot. We'll keep you updated on Alec Baldwin and Le- uh, and Fauci. Uh, Lots of big stories out there that ain't going away. How much time we got now? Five seconds. Five seconds. All right, thanks to everybody for watching, listening. Thanks, Carano. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow morning.